Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, well, you know, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. That's what we talk about, everything entertainment. Yeah. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and that includes whatever is, uh, you know, entering our eyeballs via the screen. And that's why we've created this space to talk about it. It's called Hear What We're Watching Live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, Here's What We're Watching Live. So what are we watching live? We've got all sorts of things for you to watch live, mm-hmm. but on today's show, Grim, we are going to tell you about something Holly and I just finished, and Colleen, I think you're going to love this as well. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a documentary. It's been out for a while. Well, I wouldn't say a, a super long time, but it's it's a relatively new documentary. Here's the thing. You're going to have to rent it. Um, you can't like get it on a streaming service. So, oh, wait, so I have to go somewhere? Like to video like update? ITunes? Or like, oh, no. okay. Amazon, like Amazon. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, so now I don't have to find a blockbuster or Mr. Movies. They don't or... make those anymore, honey. <laughs> Welcome to 2019. Um, I think they're sh- it, it's airing on Stars though. So if oh. you have a Stars subscription, and some people do, but based on their streaming service or cable provider. Mm-hmm. So if you have Stars, Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood. Now it's a documentary all about this guy named Scotty Bowers. Now you and I have talked about this guy, Colleen, because he wrote a book. And I think we talked about the book when it came out mm-hmm. and how um, this book basically was like a tell all like he was essentially let's call him a soft pimp. Shall oh, we? I, th- sure. I think that that sounds flattering or like a, a or Holly. What would you call him? Like a like a, a, a gentle pimp. <laughs> A, a gentle gigolo. A gentle, a gentle gigolo. gigolo. He was a hustler himself. Yes, uh, that's what they was, call themselves in the movies, hustlers. Mm-hmm. He was a procurer of other hustlers for some of Hollywood's elite. Uh, and by that, I mean from studio chiefs all the way to some of the Hollywood names of history that, you know, the golden age of Hollywood that would be right at the top of the list and may shock you. But that's... I, the, I, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that's part of the story that he tells in uh, this particular documentary that the book was based on. And I feel like one of the reasons why we did talk about him in the first place was because we were talking about the yachting culture, which is sort of this culture of, of people, women in particular. But there are men as well who make themselves available for very wealthy people um, to please them in some sort of sexual way. And it's typically celebrities that are filling those roles. And you guys brought up this Scotty Bowers person. And I was like, I don't even know who it is as a means of saying, you know, this is a tale as old as time. Yeah. Yeah. It does not 
does not uh, should not shock nor surprise anyone to know that this was going on. Although I think for many people who sort of maybe have a passing familiarity with the fact that there were some closeted celebrities in Hollywood may not realize just how many there were and not just closeted gay and lesbian celebrities, but celebrities who were sort of having a life beyond what Hollywood wanted you to know they had, meaning there were all sorts of sexual liaisons that were heterosexual in nature that Mm -hmm. Scotty helped people uh, accommodate, you know, because the strictures of whatever the Hollywood machine was allowing people to share about themselves didn't allow, you know, their true identities to come out. Hmm. Um, Can we play Holly a little clip? Yes, of course. Of the trailer for this. It'll give you just a little taste. And I will say there's some language. It's not, Bad language, but it talks about descriptive sexual practices. Mm. Now, you're going to wow. say to yourself, that's shocking. How Did he really have a three-way with Lana Turner and Ava Gardner? Did, that's shocking. Did he really have a three-way with, way with Ava good. Gardner and Lana Turner? Holly? Yes. And, Are, is there video of and this? And beyond, well, see, here's the thing that's so good about this documentary. First of all, let's say he talks about a lot of the salacious bits and pieces, so you're going to get that. There's also this weird individual portrait of a human being, which is bizarre. He's basically a hoarder. Mm-hmm. And so, and basically, you mean very much so. Yeah, yeah. he is mm-hmm. very much a hoarder. And so a lot of the this documentary is him traipsing through the different properties he owns that are jam-packed with hoarder house stuff Junk? yeah and his wife who's been along for the ride for like 30 some years is like i don't even know if i would have married this guy if i knew what a weirdo he was so you've got wow. this like whole interest in their individual day-to-day lives but then you've got all the hollywood stuff quickly back to the hollywood stuff holly the thing that i liked about this documentary is that he, they've got receipts about some of these shocking allegations yeah and specifically going to the story about scotty bowers having a threesome with lana turner and ava gardner well that was a story that was actually published in confidential magazine which was a salacious tabloid that was published in the 1950s and scotty bowers was working as a bartender on the side and in the copy from confidential magazine it says bartender at party hanging out with Lana Turner and Ava Gardner, having some fun. And you also meet people that are still friends with Scotty Bowers, and they corroborate everything. They're like, oh, yeah, this happened, this happened, this happened. Remember this person and this person and all that kind of stuff. So they're talking to other people besides Scotty. That is fascinating. You know, and what I love about this, honestly, is for as much as, you know, we have our conspiracy theories based on the blind items that we read, and people will say, you guys are so cynical. I cannot believe you believe that. Why can't you just see things for what they are? Well, it's because since the dawn of Hollywood, there has been a push to try to serve up a vision or a view of people that is not realistic because that's what they traffic in in Hollywood is glamour. And the truth is that this kind of behavior has been going on since forever. Yeah. They have been trying to serve us one story Mm -hmm. while other things have been going. Mm hmm. Uh, I meant serve us, but also while servicing other stories at the same time. Yeah. That's interesting. And I will say you're going to, the documentary doesn't get into all of the historical um, nitty gritty of the gossip. It gets into a a fair amount of it. And I think uh, as Holly pointed out or illustrated, it actually provides some receipts. Like he's got the receipts. Like there is actual video of him in an adult ish home movie. Mm. 
there are just these little bits of a Hollywood ephemera with these sort of ancillary characters who are like, oh, yeah, you know, Cole Porter. Oh, um, what was what's the studio chief, Holly? Um, the guy that had like the mansion who Catherine Hepburn oh, wanted to write the, the book. Film director George Cukor, George Cukor, who made many classic Hollywood films. Like, you know, the people that were like at parties there and there's all these photographs of them. I mean, it's it really will spur you if you're interested in this particular genre to like read his actual book that gets into more of the, you know, nitty gritty -gritty details. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, that is what uh, Bradley and Holly are watching. Say the name of it again. Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood. You have to rent it at this point on iTunes or if you have a star subscription. Um, I think you can also rent it on Google Play, YouTube and Amazon mm-hmm. Prime as well. Awesome. Awesome. I'll, I can tell you I'll be watching that this weekend. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have got to figure out what the heck is actually going on in this story about the breakup of Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Mm -hmm. We'll try to get to the bottom of that after this on My Talk 107. Well, we have got to get to the bottom of what exactly is going on in this breakup of Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, when we have questions like this and we have to, you know, put on our gumshoe, do they wear hats? We call ourselves the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, when they're on the double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, So I'm on Instagram last night trying to go to sleep and I came across a video. As one does. You know, as you do. Flick, Mm -hmm. flick, flick, swipe, 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 roll, 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 whatever you want to call it. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And I came across this video and I would like to play a little bit of this video for you. Mm -hmm. Now, you should know this is from a site called Hollywood Unlocked. That's a Instagram Mm -hmm. account. And it's a guy, and he's going to talk about Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson and more. But wait, let's have a listen. Mm. Okay, so then he goes on and he says a few choice words. Uh, But anyway, so now I would not have paid attention to what some uh, gossip website that I'm not familiar with, although now I want to know more, uh, has to say about this. And like, why would I in any given day give too much thought to Tristan and Khloe? Except below that post, there was a comment from Chloe Kardashian. (gasps) And it was a talky face emoji, a bunch of them, which we can talk about this. I don't understand what the point. Like when I first read, I thought, is she just saying that's talk, talk, talk? It's like, you know, nothing to see here. Yeah. Also, why would she do that? Because does she know that? What then underneath that? comment that Chloe Kardashian and it's her verified account you also had her friends posting um and I don't know Larza Pippen do you know Larza Pippen that's a Scotty Pippen's daughter I'm a, it's I mean, his soon to be ex-wife yeah. and Kim Kardashian is best friends and Malika is that's like their bestie bestie okay. yeah that's Chloe's so bestie. Two, yeah. so I knew they were two friends right mm-hmm. so Larza Pippen says amen And Malika says, strong facts. Mm. So they're all commenting on this story that this guy claims that his, one of his writers, 
again, I'm not familiar with this website, but now I need to know more, that he had somebody at this party who saw all the shadiness go down, and then you seemingly have Khloe Kardashian signing off on it. Now, this was before like TMZ reported this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and I found out about it because I, I follow that comments by celebs on yes, Instagram. Yes, me too. And that's where, so that must have been where you saw that. So that's yeah. where I saw it. And then I went to the Hollywood Unlocked account. I watched the video. And then I you know did some more digging. And lo and behold, that's when I learned that you know, apparently this is legit and their relationship has gone south. Um, I'm just fascinated by the fact that some guy, and again, people are probably like, well, of course it's this guy and everybody should know Hollywood Unlocked. I mean, he does because I went to the account and he's got like a babillion followers, Mm -hmm. literally 1.4 million. And um, he also attacks TMZ later because TMZ acted like they were the exclusive breaker of the story. And he's like, oh, yeah, so hi. I oh, broke my God. The story. I broke the story. I have to make notes because that also is of interest in this story. P.S. What? The TMZ, TMZ connection. The fact that TMZ is acting as though they have the exclusive on this. Okay. You know exactly what happened is that this guy busted the story. Okay, here I am. Tinfoil hats, okay. everyone. Tinfoil hats. This guy, who's not a TMZ guy, Hollywood Unlocked, yeah. he he broke the story, yeah. right? Yeah. TMZ, who well, are he, they in bed with? He allegedly broke the story. Then you had Chloe and her best friend sign off on that right. story. And then TMZ is acting like they did. Who is TMZ in bed with? Chris Jenner. Yes. So what happened was, if you ask me, is that this guy already broke the story and... uh Chris Jenner was like, we're not ready. I mean, like we haven't figured out what our crisis management situation is around this just yet. We're not ready to talk about it, but Chloe's all fired up and she comments on this thing. And at that point, then Chris Jenner has no choice, but then to say to Harvey Levin, okay, fine, go ahead. Here's the story because they have to look like they broke the story because they're in bed with the Kardashians. Oh, I see what you're saying. So they yeah. have to do it the Kardashian way if they're yeah. going to keep getting the Intel. Am I right? Yeah. That's, I'm just saying that makes sense to me. There just is there's something with that TMZ connection that they well, would that I they mean, would TMZ run does with not, it. TMZ does not run anything that the Kardashians have not signed, signed off, off on, on for sure. Mm-hmm. What I find interesting though is this this guy uh, in the middle of all this. I want to pick his brain. Like, how do you know all this stuff? And how were you at the party? How yeah. like who is this? How does he get? How and you does know that, that happen? That's not and the is only he story. on the payroll? Of a Kardashian, such that you know somebody's like, "Hey, you might want to have one of your people show up at this party tonight because something might go down that they're going to want to pay attention to." Okay, then to that end, next level of the conspiracy theory. Do you kind of think that this was? This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A setup from the start. Well, that's, I think, what everybody's, that's what everybody's wrestling with today. Mm, and by yes. everybody, I mean like the four people uh, here on the station, but also, you know, like the countless. There is a, for as many people that give us crap for talking about the Kardashians, there is a dedicated, you know, army of people that are paying attention and going back and forth because I was going through a lot of it last night on Instagram alone mm-hmm. and just all of the incredible, like when this story broke on this guy's site, you should have seen the comments. People are like, oh my God. And they're like tagging all these other people like, Mm -hmm. and it's blue checkmarked people. Right. So there's a lot of like, there are a lot of, oh, I thought that was somebody in the background. Um, There are a lot of, you know, celebrities that are actually paying attention to the story, which made me think there's something to see here. And turns out there's still a lot to be told and unfold, but we well, least, we will continue to keep eyes on it yeah. and unfold where we can Lots unfold. Lots more questions than answers at this at point. At this point, which is the case with so many stories right now. We got D-Bags coming at you after D-Bags. this. D-Bags! Celebrities behaving badly. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And when we talk about those celebrities behaving badly, we like to call them D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Hi, guys. Hi, Bradley. Um, Hi. My D bag today is Fair Abraham. Oh, what, pray tell. Has she now done? Well, you should pray before I tell you the story, because I uh, before I tell you, pray tell. Okay, got it. Okay, uh, <laughs> because I saw this and I thought to myself, self, this is going to be good, and then it turned out it really wasn't that good, and I'm kind of ticked off that I spent time doing that. So here's what I want you to do. Okay, I want you to open this article that okay. I have linked to, uh, purporting to show the inside of Fair Abraham's daughter's Sophia's tenth birthday party. Okay. Okay, so uh, just, I think this was, let's see, this was on, um, the event itself was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was actually Tuesday. So this event took place on Tuesday, and the former Teen Mom OG star threw her daughter an amazing bash in New York City. Now remember... Maybe she's invited to Meghan Markle's baby shower. New York City! Get a rope. Okay. Awkward. Um, Back to the actual story. Yeah. So when I see celebrities having birthday parties for their children, I think to myself, this could be a Kylie Jenner situation. Mm -hmm. There's like a blow up head. We've spent a lot of money and it's ridiculous. There's Louis Vuitton French fries. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Can you look at the pictures, please, Mm -hmm. in this article of her birthday party? Tell me what you see. I see... Again, this is Fair Abraham's daughter, Sophia's 10th birthday party. Okay, so I see them. 
Uh, I see Sophia playing on an Etch-a-Sketch on a... Etch-a-Sketch. Ooh. It looks like... Are they at a Quiznos? I mean, what is... Well, by looking at the... We like your socks. (laughs) I love that commercial. That's a good to us. I'm looking at the wrapper around the sandwich that's sitting next to her on the table, table, and it looks like a Quiznos subs... Rapper, but so, I don't know. It looks like you know, a you're on to something. Regular, regular you're restaurant. You're on to something. Then there's like some weird like, like dessert Sunday situation that's upside down. It's got some waffles and some lollipops jammed into plate. it. Looks exciting. And then a bunch of like Skittles thrown on top. It's basically just you know sugar rush city. <sighs> do you realize what this? What do you what? Farrah Abraham. Oh, are you looking at the one where she's holding the? Um, Waffle fry nachos. No, I'm actually just, looking at a, the one where she's sitting next to Sophia, and it's almost a profile. Oh, and, and her face looks nothing like her, her face. face. Yeah. And she's been getting some things. Well, troll done. down a yeah. little bit where you see the one where she's wearing the knit cap and holding the uh, waffle fry nachos. Oh my gosh! As if is she at a bar? So they're at a place called Clinton Hall in New York City. Okay. Now let's look this up because. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this is probably just some like mediocre food place. Oh, look, hip beer hall mm. and courtyard garden with you know, numerous craft beers on tap. Where you have your 10 year old's birthday party. Okay, so here, this bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> had Woo! her daughter's 10th birthday party at a bar to get some free food and publicity. She is advertising, which, look, we are all hustlers. Mm-hmm. We're all out there hustling. But it's not like she went above and beyond. Here's the other thing that I would like to point out. She was there on the, uh, what is today, Wednesday? So yesterday was the 19th. She was there on the 19th. Her daughter's birthday ain't till the 23rd. Mm-hmm. So she celebrated her daughter's birthday early at a bar that also- gave her a bunch of free food to tag them on Instagram. What is missing from these photographs at her 10-year-old's birthday ooh, party? Oh, can I guess? Holly, can yes. I guess? Yeah. A, a single friend. Kids. A single any kid. children. <laughs> any kids. Yep. No children. At all. Nope. It does look like there were some <laughs> free gifts thrown. Uh, there's a... Although, you know, we could say maybe there were people there and they just didn't show photos of them if we're going to try to be real nice. But, but not I even like it. the back of a head. No. You know? Not even like a hand. Of a small person that might indicate that also, they're, you know, I just can't not get over the quite photo double digits of Farrah Abraham holding up the waffle fry nachos in a bowl in her like zhuzhed up face trash fashion. <laughs> it's called trashin. <laughs> trashin. Like, oh, look at these amazing nachos that we got for free. I mean, I again realize this woman is who she is, but. This is kind of pathetic. I expected more from Fair okay, Abraham. I just, because I think it's fun and interesting, and I think it's a good exercise for all of us to try to see things from other people's perspective oh, from time yeah, to time. No, that's a good idea. I would just like to offer you what Fair Abraham's response to you might be should she ever hear you say such a thing. Mm. She would say something like, you're just jealous because you don't get to go to breweries and eat free fries and have your child's birthday party. You're mm. just jealous because I am a, I I am wor- I am a hustler. I work. My I- daughter realizes the importance of work. And we went to Clinton Hall at 90 Washington Street, New York, <laughs> New York, and they also have ping pong. <laughs> 
Hashtag yeah. Clinton Hall. All I'm saying is this, is that bless Farrah's heart. She don't care what we or anybody else have to say about her poor decisions. She has figured out how to game the system. And I actually am going to go it's ahead and bar. say. She took her daughter to a bar. I'm going to just go ahead and say, I'm more mad at Clinton Hall. Are you, though? They well, got free publicity. Like, we all have now spent time on their website. Yeah, but are you going there? Are you going to play their ping pong? No. I no. Would, this looks like one of those places that's trying real hard and evidenced by the fact that they have Fair Abraham trying to do their social media. I don't blame them because this is the world we live in, you guys. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to make a dollar mm-hmm. to make each other holler. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's so sad. Oh, so I, sad. I agree. She took her daughter to a bar. Yeah. That's... I got an extra sketch. Oh, man, I just took a trip over to Farrah Abraham's Instagram. And? I'm going to wash my eyeballs. All right. Is it that bad? There's some stuff in there. Uh, She's doing questionable things to a pickle, but whatever. What? True. Uh, You know, navigate at your own risk. Okay, I have a D-bag for you today. Okay. It's Billy Ray Cyrus. Actually, it's not entirely Billy Ray Cyrus. I actually think it's the internet. Oh, don't break my heart. Mm, I would never break your achy, breaky heart. Okay. Um, okay, so Billy Ray Cyrus, he had a career of his own for a long, long time. Yeah, and then of he course. gave birth to a, a Miley Cyrus who now has a career. And I think sometimes that his career might be a little bit based on her career. Well, around Valentine's Day, he posted a picture of his wife, Trish, who, by the way, they have been married for like a long time. Many, many, many years. Uh, I don't even know how many, but a lot of years. They've been married for a long time, and he posted a picture of her holding a Valentine's bouquet. And 40 years, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Um, and she, in the Valentine's bouquet, there is, there are, there's weed. It's a weed bouquet. Oh, yeah, because they're very she's weed holding forward. For Valentine's Day. Right. They're very, they're, the whole family is weed forward. Um, she's holding the weed bouquet. Okay. Yes. I see what you're seeing. So then the very next picture he posts is the thing that you're looking at, which is, do you want to describe it? It's like Fort Knox for weed. It's looks like a large safe that you might find. I don't know. In uh, El Chapo's basement. Exactly. And it is full of, I mean, bud. Yeah. But like, like, you know, when you go to Target and you buy a lot of things and then they try to shove it into the plastic bag instead of just giving you a paper bag or more than one plastic bag. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Or, yeah, you go to the co-op and you get some bags bags of um, azuki beans. There you go. It's like bulk bags of azuki beans, but it's weed. Yeah. And there's like 20 of them in this cabinet. And there's lots of them. Right. So he posts this picture of Trish standing in front high, of that. By the way. She looks real high. I mean, she probably is. She's standing in front of this cabinet of weed. And uh, he captions it. Like I said yesterday, uh, my how the times are changing. Hashtag crazy mama. OK, everybody starts commenting on it like you should be ashamed. I can't believe you have that much weed in your house. No wonder your child smokes weed. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the deal. What is missing from that picture? Uh, uh, Miley smoking up? I yeah. don't know. Any context of where it is. Oh, yeah. Like, is that in their basement? There is an assumption that this is their personal family weed stash. Yeah. I want you to look at the picture. What does Trish have on her shoulder? Can a you purse? see? She has her purse on. 
which tells you this is like you don't carry your purse around your house. Right. Yeah. Unless you're weird. Obviously, there's somewhere where there is this stash of weed and it's perfectly legal in the place where they are. It's probably a retailer could be, you know, I don't know. Point is this. People are getting all up in arms and saying you guys are criminals. If you have that much weed, you should be arrested. Anybody who ha- uh, has been arrested because they have that much weed should be let loose from jail yesterday. Yada, yada, yada. I don't think that that's theirs is all I'm saying. Oh, I see. People are getting all up in arms about their weed stash. I don't think it's their weed stash, but none of them have said anything about it because I don't, you know why? Because they're high and they don't care. Yeah, I I bet they're there to buy some stuff, one would imagine. Yes. I also just think the whole like weed thing is weird. I mean, I was never a pothead, so I just never have related to weed. And I, you know, encourage everyone who does to do what's legal in their own jurisdiction. But um, it is weird just staring at a giant chest of weed. Chest of weed. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of weed in that chest. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I want us all to be very cautious about what we are reading. Uh, This is sort of a PSA because there's a few stories out there that we only have a very small fraction of the facts about in pop culture. And uh, it's leading uh, it's leading the people who write the stories to look for facts. And I'm going to show a couple examples of people trying to fill in the blanks in celebrity stories in the absence of facts. When we come back okay. on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. So in the absence of actual facts and information, uh, we've been... Who needs facts? Yeah, well, you know. But we've been noticing that oftentimes, in order to keep up with the 24-hour news cycle, different publications, different news outlets, and when I say news, by the way, I'm not. I'm talking about our tabloid news that we pay attention to on my talk. NBC. No, or like CNN. That's not how they do it. But you know what I mean. I'm not. I'm talking about like our tabloid media um, that we pay attention to on my talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and um. I've been noticing that now what we're seeing, because they're, we're kind of like on hold while we wait for some things to pan out with some stories that are happening currently, the, the people who are writing stories, the people who are responsible for making sure that there are new stories being uh, pushed out every day are looking for facts or looking for clues or looking for an angle that maybe probably doesn't have anything to do with the actual story. For example, so I brought examples for you. Okay. So you know this Je- Jesse Smollett case. This yeah. this story has had. Um, I mean, it's been living and breathing now for uh, uh, over a week, a couple weeks now. Um, this is the story of the Empire actor who was allegedly attacked outside of his Chicago apartment. Um, and it sort of went from strange to stranger when they found the two men who were responsible for the attack are actually people that Jesse knows and worked with on the set of empire. And now there's speculation that perhaps he planned and orchestrated the attack of himself and there are motives being questioned, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we don't, we're kind of at a standstill with that while they're still trying to look for some evidence. And by the way, yesterday there was a report 
that uh, a witness said that he saw or he or she saw Jesse Smollett and the two alleged uh, perpetrators in an, an elevator, elevator together. Yeah. Those have been dismissed. They've the police have interviewed them and they found that there was no that those weren't true. So put that aside. We don't need to talk about that anymore. But I saw this article today in the Daily Mail and I thought, well, this is interesting because it doesn't have anything to do with this case that we're talking about. Here's the headline. Jesse Smollett has a history of lying to the cops and once pretended to be his little brother when he was being pulled over for a 2007 DUI in Los Angeles. Hmm. Interesting. And then it goes on to tell the story of exactly what the headline says. He was pulled over for a DUI in 2007, and he told his he told the police that he was his younger brother, Jake. Okay. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Rather than giving his true identity, yep. etc. Now, why do you think this story is being written? Because we don't have actual news to report. Mm-hmm. So people are, you know, digging around trying to find other stuff and other people are like, there's a uh, our world can be really crappy sometimes true so you have all these people out there who are waiting just waiting for proof that jesse smollett smollett lied and um you know created this horrible hoax and took everybody for a ride and ha ha you people who don't agree with the people who think this was a hoax are wrong and then there's a whole other group of people who are like this you know is just there's a whole other group of people. I don't want to get into it because I just frankly, people mm-hmm. like to have opinions have that I don't want to entertain right things. now. Yeah. What I'm saying is in the absence of actual facts, people are taking their mm, artistic liberties. Well, artistic liberties, <laughs> surely. But they're the, the thing that's guiding or motivating their artistic liberties, frankly, is their own bias yeah so that i i get less interested in like because when i see a story like jesse smollett lied when he was pulled over for dui okay a lot of people have done that but a lot of people who've done that haven't also you know created an entire hoax to say that they were beat up by somebody and it was a hate crime Mm -hmm. so in other words the two may be linked and the two may not be linked it's like when somebody like harvey weinstein they're like well hmm, in 2007 harvey weinstein looked at somebody the wrong way (gasps) no well okay that may or may be relevant it's probably not and in this case i again i just hope we get an answer one way or the other of what's really going on frankly like most things in life we probably won't Mm -hmm. but Things will become clearer, hopefully, such that we can say without, you know, having to sort of just lob insults and mm-hmm. innuendos back and forth. Now, I have another example of this where when oh, we don't, good. we so don't not have just facts, Smollett. right? When we don't have facts, we have to look for other things to tell stories about that maybe will support the story that we're trying to create. Okay. So, Wendy Williams, have you heard of her? I think she is, don't they make hamburgers? Oh, no, that's just Wendy's. Wendy Williams. Yeah. Okay, so 
Wendy Williams. Oh, the talk show host. And she's been off the air for how many days? In the world is Wendy, Wendy Williams. What are we on? 58? Oh, we got to be close to 60. 60 days. That she has been off her television show, her talk show. And rocker. um, And her rocker. But there are so many questions about why she's gone, what the real story is, whether or not her husband slash manager has anything to do with her absence. If they're going to be splitting up, there are allegations that he's abusive. There are allegations that, well, not even allegations, that he has fathered a child uh, that with his mistress. I mean, there's just a lot going on. Well, then I saw this headline and I thought, well, I have to read this. Shady Boots, Wendy Williams is co-executive. Shady Boots? Yeah, that's a thing, by the way. Uh, Wendy Williams's co-executive producer just dropped a dose of shade on talk show host, according to fans. And then there is a there proceeds to be like a seven paragraph story that really details the fact that the co-executive producer of the Wendy Williams talk show, Suzanne, and I don't know if it's Bass or Bass, but whatever, we'll say Bass, Suzanne Bass, um, uh, supported the work that Nick Cannon has been doing in uh, filling in for Wendy Williams on the show. That's the story, is that the co-executive producer, Suzanne Bass, gave an, a little attaboy to Nick Cannon. Nick, Can- hope you guys tuned in to Nick Cannon. Cannon, what a class act and a delight to work with. Okay. Okay. She What's wrong with wrote that? this on her Instagram on February 5th. Yeah. And the story then from there devolves into the fact that Wendy Williams and Suzanne Bass had a contentious relationship and that that was well documented on the show, but that they had sort of come to a better place. But here now, if Suzanne Bass is saying that Nick Cannon did a good job on the show, she certainly must be saying that Wendy Williams is worthless. So... I don't get that math. That is some that is some in the absence of actual facts math. We are spinning a story. We're just going to create some spin and narratives that have nothing to do with reality. The moral of the story is this. Okay, sure. The moral of the story is this. Everything Go in watch between some Netflix till we know what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Everything between the the original story and when we find out what's actually going on is just fluff, but we're not going to not talk about it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's Show Towel Showdown. Show Towel Showdown. Do you have a show towel? <laughs> or not? Show and towel. <laughs>